0: Welcome to Impetus Podcast. Today, we bring you a brand new episode of Expert Speak, where our panelists share powerful insights on everything cloud, data, analytics, and AI. Uh, Welcome to everyone. My name is Larry Pearson, Vice President and Client and Partner Executive at Impetus Technologies, where we specialize in what I like to refer to as all things data. We help leading companies solve the data, AI, and analytics puzzle to help them to achieve the common goal, which they all share, and that is to create a single source of truth with regard to their operations and their decision-making. So welcome to part, what is part one of a three-part series of this podcast on the topic of advanced applications of AI and ML. You can access parts two and three with the links in the description if you're uh, listening to this from the archive rather than uh, joining us live. Uh, With me today is my colleague, Dr. Ravi Vallabajosala, who leads the data science practice at Impetus and helps customers turn uh, turn complex data into critical insights that can be used to make data-driven business decisions. And Ravi brings more than two decades of experience working with large data sets, large enterprises, implementing scalable analytic systems. Today, we're going to focus on the advanced applications of artificial intelligence and machine learning and the role of data science within this landscape. And welcome, Dr. Ravi, to join us today to help
1: do that. Thank you, Larry. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you today. Uh, Really appreciate the time and uh, the opportunity to speak about uh, AML and data science today.
0: Uh, Ravi, you and your team have done some great work for us here at Impetus Technologies. I'd love to get this kicked off by simply asking you to tell a little bit about the current AI and ML landscape and share some of your observations as a result of the work that we've done.
1: Certainly, Larry. Uh, There are a lot of things happening in uh, the enterprise uh, space with the AML, and uh, this is actually a great opportunity for uh, you know, building uh, intelligence with applications and many other pieces that contribute to uh, the ROI for enterprises. So I'll start by saying there's a lot of uh, growing emphasis on you know generating insights from large volumes of data, and partly that's because uh, these enterprises have been collecting data for a long time. Um, mostly that uh, is either retained in historical data stores or you know there are siloed environments where Teams have created their own data uh, lakes and data warehouses, uh, data marts, and so forth. And they are using uh, AML or at least some preliminary versions of those to kind of get uh, insights out of that. What data science can help uh, is also go to the next level of integrating all those uh, comprehensively and creating enterprise level intelligence that will help them kind of uh, identify ways uh, to address the specific business problems and uh, this is what we are seeing in the industry today uh, partly because of the kind of the data that's involved right so there is uh, data that's of really different types and that could be you know it could be structured data where you have things like relational databases and very clean uh, data sets uh, that could be used but then at the same time there are also other semi-structured and unstructured data and typically unstructured data tends to be uh the major part of uh, uh, the data in uh, today's world and these are documents so this could be text this is uh, images uh, voice you know video so this variety of data that's coming in and again at the same time the challenge is also data quality and uh, part of the other reason is being able to uh, create a single source of truth uh, because you can make the right decisions based on the data. And if you have inc- inconsistencies in the data, that would impact how your decisions are either implemented or you know generate uh, uh, value of uh, based on the uh, AML models. So uh, building that single source of truth is very critical. And that's something that we are seeing uh, across enterprises. And the last piece I would a- also add here is uh, that uh, uh, this uh, landscape includes a lot of uh, uh, things around compute, uh, storage, you know, being access to low-cost uh, uh, models uh, through a, the uh, AI services that a lot of the cloud providers offer, uh, generally that has lowered the barrier to uh, you know implementing AML across uh, enterprises today, as opposed to even like a few years ago. So we see that that's playing a significant uh, role in how enterprises uh, uh, kind of uh, work this into their plans. And be able to kind of develop applications. And with regard to applications, itself, the other component that we see with the landscape is that users now have choice to uh, you know go with a app that they might use on the mobile phone that's easier to use, is lightweight, you know, is always available and smooth. So these are all characteristics that uh, the the teams that are building those applications will have to factor in. Uh, Partly because, you know, that requires bringing together multiple teams to kind of work together uh, in a a smooth frictionless manner uh, through through collaboration internally and so forth. So that will enable kind of building AML into these applications uh, and make them easy to use, uh, which kind of helps kind of retain customers and get new customers as well as for enterprises. So broadly, there are a lot of pieces to this and uh, really happy to be talking today about all of these today. And we'll also kind of give you some examples later in the discussion.
0: Excellent, Ravi. Those are some great observations. And there are probably three major forces that are affecting our business because they're affecting enterprises as they go about implementing digital transformation. Almost every large enterprise has some form of a digital transformation initiative in place. And some of the characteristics that come with that is, number one, they're all looking at how the cloud may fit in and enable that. Secondly, they want to position themselves to take advantage of the exact things you're talking about today, and that's AI and ML types of models and advanced the whole world of advanced analytics. And lastly, they're being pressurized to make sure that they are driving real ROI to the business. Uh, And that's something also that uh, is a, a regular theme. In terms of what they're being asked to do, could you share a little bit about how enterprises can recover ROI within their digital transformation initiatives?
1: Certainly. Um, so there are ways uh, in which AML is making a, a major contribution today, and enterprises have uh, started looking into adopting uh, you know uh, this as part of their strategy and kind of enabling the, uh, teams to use uh, machine learning and. Artificial intelligence in everything they do. The the way the ROI can be recovered is partly you now given that uh, they uh, you know, this requires a lot of data science teams and other uh, supporting uh, you know teams, the DevOps and so forth. So the uh, the the challenge for enterprises is kind of uh, balancing what the benefits they re- they get out of uh, adopting AML versus you know what costs uh, uh, they have to incur. So now it's a question of uh, uh, aml being able to kind of derive insights from their existing data uh, stores but at the same time aml can also help identify new use cases that they might not have identified earlier and uh, kind of address that uh, more effectively so this could help lower costs for the enterprise or uh, it can also help in getting new customers that they do not do not target earlier because uh, they do not have the means to do so because some often times the challenge is uh, Uh, Many of these uh, enterprises uh, were kind of using rule-based systems. So transitioning to the learning, machine learning based systems helps kind of look at your, you know, customer segments and whatever other things you're looking at in a more uh, comprehensive manner. So now you are able to fine tune your, uh, your uh, solutions and products and offerings better. So that kind of uh, increases various things. So there is, uh, there's also ways we can do price optimization for in, in industries where that's uh, critical uh, for example would be bidding uh, and there's also other things with uh, uh, lowering uh, you know the the barrier to, for new customers so so customers will be shopping around but uh, how do you kind of ensure that they will stay with your platform so you need to be able to personalize offers and you need to be able to kind of tailor uh, their their customer experience lower the customer Uh, journey, you know, time uh, so that we identify what they specifically need through intent prediction. So a lot of pieces that kind of come in uh, and uh, AML will do this more effectively provided, you know, you're able to build the right model for the right use case. Uh, So, which is uh, also another challenge, but uh, uh, the broad, uh, uh, you know, perspective is that uh, uh, the transition from rule-based to uh, AML and learning systems is what will enable enterprises to recover their ROI more effectively than otherwise.
0: Um, can you give us some examples of where the, where the role, the, explain where the role of data science plays inside AI and ML? And one of the things that uh, we've also observed, as I'm sure you'd elab- I'd like to elaborate on, is the fact that organizations today are very siloed. These siloed organizations do not have the tools or the insight to apply data science across these silos. Each silo often has its own little data warehouse or data mart, and they're operating inside the limitations of that. And talk a little bit about how data science comes in through AI and ML to help break down those silos and provide more of an integrated enterprise-wide view.
1: Certainly. So you can see this happen uh, from... Uh, even uh, small enterprises to large ones, and uh, you know this. The uh, this is probably a you know carryover from the way uh, the organization is structured earlier. But uh, today, with uh, access to you know a uh, lot of platforms that enable collaboration and being able to do things in a more agile fashion, uh, teams are still using uh, this uh, you know the structured siloed environments to kind of build applications and. Uh, work within uh, their uh, their portfolios. But with AML, we see an opportunity to kind of integrate these uh, uh, these different teams, and partly that will be possible through kind of uh, identifying uh, the enterprise-level objectives that should be met and KPIs that need to be resolved and so forth. So one key factor here is uh, data science is, of course, a part of, uh, uh, you know, It came out of a lot of analysis of data and applying statistics and machine learning to this. So machine learning and AI go a long long way back. Artificial intelligence, of course, has been around for over 50 years. uh, We're starting with expert systems and uh, early attempts to kind of uh, replicate what uh, the human brain does. But uh, once we started looking at uh, building pattern recognition algorithms, uh, so we were able to kind of build the mach- early machine learning systems that led to more complex uh, uh, you know models and so forth so today we have like uh, in the space of image analytics or uh, natural language processing which deals with text we have a lot of uh, complex models that uh, involve billions of parameters so data science kind of uh, enables us to kind of use these more judiciously and uh, figure out what would be the right model to choose for the right Uh, solve problem you're trying to solve because uh, uh, in many cases in enterprises it's not necessary that the you know latest uh, and uh, most complex model be used because there's a lot of uh, uh, bells and whistles on it but uh, at the same time it takes a lot of effort to kind of use those models and train them and so forth at this on the other hand you could use a very simple model but get a lot of uh, value out of it so data scientists have to make this call on what would be the right model to choose uh, based on what they are seeing. And of course, not only are these developed, the model development, a key part of it, but again, the productionization and uh, operationalization, uh, managing these models in production, you know, uh, doing things with uh, uh, tracking the performance and all those come in. So the data science uh, and AML have, uh, you know, uh, a very uh, a symbiotic relationship. You have to kind of feed each other from each other so there's uh, ultimately the objective is to kind of enable the different teams to work together and uh, we are seeing that uh, in some enterprises that we work with uh, where teams are collaborating and bringing down the silos uh, but as you rightly said those silos kind of uh, restrict people from uh, kind of contributing uh, and building more uh, effective applications that customers need so if you are able to build the collaboration through, uh, more comprehensive approaches that kind of helps uh, the, the enterprise uh, gain more ROI out, out of all of these efforts.
0: Well, thank you once again for the valuable insights, uh, uh, Ravi. I trust our listeners found them quite useful. Um, speaking to our audience, this is part one of a three-part series of podcasts and uh, in, you, in, you can get more information on any of the topics we covered today by sending an email to podcast at impetus.com and we'll be sure that uh, Ravi and members of his team will get back to you. Uh, you can also access part two of the podcast series using the link in the description here for part one, which, was, which focused on the market landscape and the broad opportunities. Join us for part two where we'll cover some of the strategies and best practices. I want to thank you all for joining us today, Ravi. Thank you for being with us and sharing your observations, and look forward to being with you all once again. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do follow us to stay connected as we help you unravel the data, cloud, analytics, and AI puzzle. You can also look us up on LinkedIn and Twitter, or visit our website, www.impetus.com. Meanwhile, we hope you take good care of yourself and stay safe during these unprecedented times. Thank you for listening and watch this space for our next episode.